The human body is an amazing, intricate, complex, beautiful thing. Okay? Just, a, just a human body. Um, but when you see someone like an Olympic gymnast, you see what a person can do if they take that body and they spend years of um, conditioning it and practicing and eating in a certain way and exercising in a certain way in terms of strength, in terms of flexibility, in terms of, in terms of it's, it's, you sit and you watch an Olympic gymnast do an Olympic routine and it's quite an amazing thing that you see what someone can do. I'm also a human being. You know, I look at that and I think, well, I'm, you know, I could ever be an Olympic gymnast. So when it comes to spiritual things, is that what's also we have to know what a human being can accomplish. But unlike a gymnast, is when it, you know, it could be that you know, in order to be an Olympic gymnast, you have to have the right type of a build, have to be, you have to start very young, you know, have to have the right coaches, maybe you need a certain inherent talent. Uh, but when it comes to spiritual things, is that everybody has the ability to achieve greatness. Of course, it takes many, many, many years of working on oneself and developing oneself. Okay, but at least we have to appreciate what is possible. What, are, just like if you see what what a what a human body um, can achieve, you see what the human soul can achieve. And uh, as without understand it, with, with that understanding, we begin the final chapter, chapter twenty six, six of the book. They um, are midas hakadusha, the the explanation of the attribute of holiness. So you have to appreciate that we're talking about, you know, a soul is inherently a beautiful and intricate and a powerful and an amazing and a, and a holy thing. But someone can, what someone can achieve spiritually in this world is something which is, which is really mind-blowing. And particularly if you think that unlike, unlike a gymnast, is that any human, any human being, particularly any Jew, um, has the potential to reach very great heights. So on the one hand, I think we have to read this chapter. You know, we're now we're now really at the top of the ladder of spiritual growth. You have to appreciate, like, wow, look what look what some people can achieve, okay? And and recognize that we're very far from that, but that's okay. And recognize there's an ideal, and understand like this is what a human being can become and what a human being is supposed to become, right? We're not supposed to we're not, we're not supposed to read this chapter and feel, wow, um, you know, I'm such a loser. That's not the idea. Um, because we have to, is that, but we, but if it's something we can also aspire to and work towards and at least start, you know, climbing the rungs towards that. And I think it's also an important point that, you know, because you, you know, this is something which presumably takes a lifetime. And very often, you know, you see, you see some of our, our, our great sages, our, the leading Torah sages of our generation are usually quite old, okay? Um, and you look at them and the way that they, you know, the way, the way that they're shown, in, in often in uh, particularly if you look at more secular media, is they're sort of shown as these sort of very old. You know, they don't they don't really talk that much. They're very old. They show them in a way where they're sort of like you know have they don't, it looks looks like they don't know what's going on. But you have to understand that these are people who have who've you know just like when you look you look at a gymnast, an Olympic gymnast, and you you know you can see it straight away because you can see their bodies you can see what they're what they're doing you can see the the, the you know the, the performance okay so you, you see wow that's amazing when you look at a, a 90 year old Torah sage okay or his wife uh, then you know certainly if we're looking with physical eyes it's not very impressive but you have to understand that these these there are, there are people you have to have the you have to have the right eyes when you look at it and understand the reason why in the Torah world is that these people are held in such esteem is not just because of their knowledge, which of course is part of it. You know, the fact that the the, the incredible amount of wisdom is is for sure. Um, 
But wisdom by itself does not make someone a leader in the, in, in, in the Torah world, okay, and the Jewish people. It's also, it also has to do with their level. It has to do what they've achieved. And so we have to appreciate that in terms of who we look up to and what we aspire to be, is that there are examples, you know, obviously you can't get inside anyone else's head. You don't know exactly where they're at. It's not our job to judge, you know, which rung in the ladder a person's on. But certainly we have examples, even in, in within, within living memory in recent times, of, of, uh, of our Torah sages who have reached um, what would seem to be pretty clearly have reached the very top of this ladder. Um, and so with that understanding, as we have to, I think we should, uh, we begin, we'll begin the chapter tomorrow um, of, of, of reaching the highest levels, the, 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 what we're here for, what we're supposed to achieve, what we can achieve, which is called Kedusha Holiness.